Welcome to the S-Tier Cast with your hosts, Sebastian Martinez and Eric Pajowski. Hello, listener. This is your host, Sebastian Martinez of the S-Tier Cast, here today to talk to you about Agents of Tenebris, Ghost Marshals, the series, out now on Kindle Vela. This is my own little passion project, several years in the making. It is about a guy named Kevin Fisher, who has been tasked in recruiting some very amazing supernatural characters. This is my own personal supernatural X-Men, and it's now available on Kindle Vela. You can read the first three episodes for free. Follow the story to read more. And it's only going to get wilder after episode three. So check it out. Agents of Tenebris, Ghost Marshals, the series on Kindle Vela. Now back to the show. Welcome, everyone, to the S-Tier cast. I forgot to hit the record button. You know what? We're just going to rebrand to shit show cast again. <laughs> Man. <laughs> But yeah, it's been it's been about a month since we were we were supposed to do three episodes. Each one was supposed to talk about each event from Halloween shenanigans, the little event that we always do. And I put it on Twitter how I felt about each one. Six Flags, I was I said burn it down. <laughs> like as if it was Seth Rollins saying it. <laughs> um what was the next one? Mushroom Head. I wish y'all. I wish you had was able to go. I wish Byron had got here as fast as he could. I basically wasted money on an extra ticket, but it was good. I liked it. It was awesome show. I hope they do it again, and I will kidnap. I will find out where he is next time and kidnap him. <laughs> I would just wait until last minute to get the ticket or like go there and get the yeah. ticket personally and be like, okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do that next time because it was a good ride. Uh, the ride back, dude, I went through the campus of ISU just to get oh, no. just to get calzones. It wasn't nuts. Like, I was like, oh, where's the restaurant at that used to be here? Oh, no, it's closed. They're actually redesigning the whole thing so it's no longer like a 50s diner for the kids. And I go to the uptown area. It's slightly bumping. I'm like, y'all are I'm like, what the hell? This is a Friday. Why isn't it bumping? That's how I was. They got exams. Oh God, how funny would that be? But I went in and I got like two calzones for the ride back. And uh-huh. like one was for him, one was for me. I had mine. I'm trying to get to the expressway. I'm going through the residential areas, and I'm just like, I just grab the box, open up, like, <laughs> I was so fucking hungry. <laughs> Wait, what kind of calzone? Well, at DP Dose, it's called the Reggie Zone. It's uh, sausage, pepperoni, and mozzarella cheese with their own type of secret sauce, and it comes with marinara sauce. So, meat lovers pizza with extra cheese. Basically, yeah. Like, it's definitely... It was good for the price. I was like, oh, 19 bucks for two? <laughs> Wait, that's not bad. Like, it's like 10 bucks. It's like... No, it was like 5 bucks per, but they had their own taxes. 
but it was still uh, good. I, I was, it took me back for a minute. I'm just going, man, I am amongst children here. <laughs> and I'm like, these kids are probably in their twenties and all that. I'm like, oh no, I feel old. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> they were actually, it was very, it's a very weird group of college kids now because they're nice and quiet. They're just amongst themselves. And I'm like, we were rambunctious as shit. <laughs> Yeah, we can see somebody in a restaurant or like a pizza place that we don't know. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Uh, so the concert that was wild. One of our uh, mute, one of our newer friends. Well, one of my friends that you got to meet, Mike uh-huh. West. He was there with his friends and his boss from his job. And Mushroom Heads basically started two circle pits. <laughs> In two areas, and the circle pit on the area where I was at got a little too wild, and Mike's boss almost got choked out by some guy, like, not even, like, normal, like, MMA choke, just like, your mother, like that, I was like, I just, I just feel like someone hit me in the back of my back, in the back of my back, wow, in my back, and I'm just going, who the fuck hit me, I'm like, oh, shit, okay, turn back around, (laughs) because it was a massive-ass fight, basically, (laughs) Like, I don't want no trouble. I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> I would just be like, excuse me, I'm here. Watch where you're going. I will say, Mushroom Head ha- has a lot more energy with the two new singers. Uh, they had uh, Scott Beck, Strike, from Ventana, and the Steve Rock <laughs> Rockhorse from uh, Ventana also. Rockhorse was the most recent one on the last album. And, man, Strike... I you saw some of the pictures. Strike was in the crowd, non fucking stop. <laughs> this man was crowd surfing, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, where where's Strike at? I'm taking pictures. He's right behind me, crowd surfing. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> I was go. I was. It was a great show. Hell's a poppin' was great. Um, I didn't get to see uh, Fleischkrieg, but I did get to see Kurt Dimer, and I gotta say, Kurt Dimer. Uh, the band was good. He was not. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show, though. It was pretty damn good. Hell's a Poppin' was nuts. I thought it'd be crazier, but it was awesome. Like, they had some, they had some great little things. Uh, they had one guy. I think I told you this when we were on our way to Hell's Gate. We'll talk about Hell's Gate in a second, too. Um, the, one, one, uh, the magician that they had there. Shit talking the whole time during his his set and all that. Like he just gets one guest and her name was Lyric and he goes Lyric like in songs and she goes yes was that ma- was that planned? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was funnier than shit. He he was pretty. He was pretty damn good. The whole the whole set for them was amazing. It was nice little sideshow thing. Got you set up for Mushroom Head. Um. Great thing. Now, the third one we all went to is you, me, Ivan, his partner, Scott, Byron. Byron's goofy ass didn't realize he had to pay, so I had to pay for him. Yeah, I know. You thought I was like, oh, free. <laughs> I was like, dude, you didn't know that you had to have money? I thought that's what you went to go do all that shit for. <laughs> I would have been like, look, I'm Daniel Black. You have. All these rights now, but that doesn't mean you get just a fuck with them like that. Oh god, that'd be horrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I was, I was, it was my nephew, so I was like, all right, I'll pay for you. I'm like, I'm like, I know, but the look that he gave me was like, oh, 
Yeah, he was he was just so annoyed. But uh it was a fun time. He's happy for that burrito though. Yeah, it was a fun fucking time. Wow. We're definitely we already planned out Halloween shenanigans 2024. We did this mm-hmm. after the ball and that's up next, but uh yeah, ho- Hell's Gate. You know the Zombie Army just won two Chicago Emmys, right? Duh, they always win Emmys. What are you talking about? Nah, they didn't win last year. They won this year, like two of them. I was like, oh shit, nice. Like I just saw that, but uh, Hell's Gate. Wow. I don't usually get got like Six Flags. We went to the Saw thing, the little Saw Ten experience, and we thought, mm. oh yeah, this is cool. Like we weren't even scared. We're just like, oh shit, they did that set piece. They did that set piece. This is awesome. Like, that's how I was. I'm like, oh, my God, they're actually doing all this. <laughs> like, I wasn't even scared in the slightest. <laughs> I know. We were like tourists. Or yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Z- was with us, and she's like, oh, I need to get a job here because it just opens up like a hospital office first. Then it's Jigsaw's whole thing. <laughs> oh, it was great. But Hell's Gate was amazing. I never get – I don't really get got like that. I'm just like, oh, shit. It's going to get scary. Like, that's how I was for Statesville. They got my ass, like, five fucking times. Well, the reason I like this company, like, Army of the Dead and Statesville, like, colliding together and making this, it's like, I don't know, like, when we went to Six Flags, oh, they were scaring the girls or the younger kids, and we were just like, oh, what about us? Yeah. But, like, at this thing, they don't like judge like you're getting scared no matter who you are yeah um and i i said it i said it to ivan and scott i said this is what fright fest should be like mm-hmm. like what the fuck happened with six flags and i know why they they're doing it you know they've had some things i i if we could get i wish we can get qb on here because he had a good story i was i was a little ass kid when they had the troll way at six flags they scared the crap out of me as a little little kid not even not even uh sentient yet <laughs> Don't don't even know don't even know words. They scared me apparently, and he got in a fight with them. <laughs> like I think that's why because they started like getting fist fights. But the thing about Six Flags that kind of ruined it for us because we were literally gonna go Saturday, like how we said we were, planned it out. It fucking poured. It poured like a motherfucker. <laughs> I think that's why I ended up with a busted ass leg the next week then on two weeks after that because we were soaked to the bone and this guy who was supposedly from new york he got hit by one of the actors no he was from brooklyn he was from brooklyn i'm brooklyn he was literally yelling i'm brooklyn calling everyone around him the n-word and he got so mad he couldn't just be like calm like listen i got hit i want to re- i'm going to re- revoke my shit let me go do this. He could have said that and been calm about it. He's just yelling at both ticket people. They closed up, wasn't helping anyone. And I forgot my wallet, so I went to go get my wallet. Then I got my ticket. Yeah, and then we're like, you know what? We're not even going to be able to go in. Like, this is bullshit. Like, not, like, everyone was waiting for their tickets. Like, I had to go get, like, I think I had to get Byron's ticket still like i had to get like something for it but then 
We're like, you know, we're fu- we're not even gonna go today. <laughs> like we got to get all the way there. It's pouring. We're not gonna go. And you had to get your refund. I I didn't get a refund for anything. I even tried. I'm like, I couldn't even get in. Like, because I had bought a ticket for Byron. Next time around, we went Sunday. Nicer day. Got on a few rides. I chickened out on the vertical velocity. As soon as they were trying to click it in, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've lost enough weight for this one. (laughs) But it was... Well, now you got to go. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, the other thing was, because I had guessed it like it comes off the rail doesn't it <laughs> and you're like yep i said yep nope <laughs> i think that's what it was but i guess what it's magnets though right so even if it comes off it comes right back the fuck on well yeah it's called gravity yeah magnets magnets they're a miracle <laughs> uh but yeah so hell's gate was amazing I thought it'd be just like a trail and then that's it, but it would go into a fucking house. Ain't been on a slide since I was a kid. They had us go down slides. Dude, that slide almost launched me straight <laughs> into the wall. Oh, I stopped myself, but I think that's what caused my hamstring to even get worse. I'm just like, oh shit, okay. And I'm like, where's. where's... Yeah, I tried to stop myself, <laughs> but like the motion of speed and gravity was just like, no, you keep going forward. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I like lost you and Byron. Ivan and Scott lost all of us. <laughs> and I'm like, where's my where's my group? Where's my group? I'm stumbling around like, oh, shit. Where's my group? <laughs> Byron gets knocked over by one of the bouncing characters. Wow, that was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, oh, this, this shit ain't scary, man. It's Boom. scary. Fool. He's on the He's on the ground, then he looks at me, and doesn't even know it was me. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time Byron has fallen in a haunted house, I'd have two nickels. Ain't an, ain't that much, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> I really had like 20 bucks that day. Oh, that God. <laughs> it was funny. The fact that one of the performers, though, after we had left out of there, left out of like the merch area, <laughs> Byron got his hand in his pants. <laughs> he just looks up and goes, you realize you got pockets, right? <laughs> Uh, and I was like, aha, you got called out. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of this stuff is on on my page. I'm going to put it on the other podcast page as well. But, oh, God, it was funny as hell. But now let's get to the piece de resistance. See, I know French. <laughs> uh, the Haunted Halloween Ball. I'm just glad I got plastered. I was, shit, I, I think I was. Uh, it was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I didn't realize there was a, a dance floor up top. That's why everyone was going to the through the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Keisha, she had to. So it was you, me, my other nephew, Thaddeus, Keisha, and we had the time of our lives. I know Thaddeus, he felt, he felt like such a... <laughs> Like like a stick. <laughs> That's how he felt. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. And I was checking their thing. We didn't make it to the pictures, me and him. I'm like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> I kind of figured that was going to happen. Yeah, but, you know, it was a fun time. We're definitely going to do it again. You know, I already put that Hopefully up there. Hopefully we can get some dates. Yeah, Um. I'm all, I already sent out some feelers to everyone. I let Sergio know. I let Dietrich know. I should let Travis and Stephanie know. I let Mike know. Mike had a big-ass party also 
I think about the day after Mushroom Head. And that's all the way, that was all the way in Canton. And I'm like, hey, I ain't going all the way out there. That's three hours long. That's three hours away. <laughs> I just like how the person you were asking to do this with was like, oh, I'm in Florida now. Oh, that was, that. oh, that's the thing. I never got to, the, the Six Flags thing. I want yeah. here. I, yeah, no, she dipped on, uh, like, she didn't know we were going to go uh, for Sunday. But I was like, all right, I'm not even going to try. Uh, I didn't even, we're going to, I'm, should, uh, bleh, damn. I've been working on this. Why am I tongue-tied? <laughs> um, I I think the one thing about it was I didn't invite her to the other stuff because I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do this. And that was a thing I put on Facebook. I said, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> you were, you were sad. My niece was sad. <laughs> My my actual cousin Michael <laughs> had some smart ass shit to say. Dan Small said, "You know who else isn't gonna do this yet? My mom." He did the Muscle Man thing. <laughs> uh, but we're already looking into. It. I already I already let Dan Small know, like, "Hey, yeah, you're going next time. Don't break any more ribs." <laughs> but it was a fun time. We already planned it out. So next year. October, we got two haunted houses to go to, and that's gonna be the first two weeks. So we have a week of preparation to make sure we get the pregame stuff absolutely right, and then everything else is already prepped for haunted Halloween ball. We will have a party bus next time, and that that week of the part of the haunted Halloween ball, uh, I'm gonna hit up Minnesota. I think a two two days before the ball and I'm kidnapping all three of my you know two of my nieces and my nephew and my in-laws they are going like it, you know that's one thing that got me I was like you all are going whether you like it or not I even tagged and we're gonna kidnap our other friend Paul we know where he lives don't worry, it's <laughs> he's gonna have fun. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but overall, it was an enjoyable thing. The Six Flags thing, though, if we do Six Flags, probably in September. Whenever Frankfest starts, yeah, like September 29th or something like that. But you know, as it stands, it's gonna be three events. Two good, no, three good ones. Because thirteenth floor is gonna be great. I know where it is now. Like that was one thing I was trying to get a whole group for thirteenth floor, and everyone, to everyone actually told me like, ah, no, we're not gonna go. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go either. <laughs> like, why would one person go to a haunted house? <laughs> oh, we got a promotion. Oh. You, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, they, they send in the little thing like, oh, yeah, get 20% off or some shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. What the hell? Well, why would you give us 20% off? You should give us at least 50 because of how shitty some of this is. Yeah. So I think next, this coming week, we have Days of the Dead. Saturdays. I got my ticket. Mm, that's what, 17th or 18th? 18th. 18th. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. People will die. Of fun. 
And I think that's the last of it. Hmm? I like the dying part. (laughs) Well, speaking of dying, oh no. Uh, I got to, I finally found the Scoops Ahoy Void ice cream. Uh It's good. But. It makes certain things green. Are you talking about your Chiza? Yes. I was like, what the fuck? So did the Halloween Whopper. Oh, God. Probably a Blue Beetle Whopper, too. I know people have uh-huh. some problems there. <laughs> All right, let's get into our usual stuff. Uh, we are going to have some uh, some more things to talk about. We all we already, Eric and I both saw the Boogie 2988 documentary. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I used to be a fan of Boogie. This did not make me shed a tear. I just looked at him like, you dumb asshole. That's how I looked at it. <laughs> like, I used to watch him when he was on Kid Behind the Camera yeah. videos. And like... <sighs> oh, God. The, 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 that was such a thing. But we're going to talk about that. That's going to be an extra episode because we have a lot to go through. Um, firstly, though... Uh, Chucky 302 to 304, I gotta rewatch it again to make sure I got everything. All in all, I do like what they're going with. Finally, they're gonna try to age Chucky like in Child's Play, but I gotta rewatch it so we won't be talking too much about it. But, uh, let's get into movie news. (sighs) The strikes are over! Finally, it's over. We can actually, we can actually do episodes now. <laughs> uh, the WGA got their deal. Uh, the SAG after got their deal, and uh, and basically. We're good. As soon as those deals went through, I started seeing so much shit for, like, Deadpool 3. <laughs> Follow the House of Usher, which we're going to review. Uh, it's That show is fucking great. Um, but, yeah, Deadpool 3, uh, Dogpool, they showed Dogpool. They got, like, uh, what was it? it? Looked like a Boston Terrier mixed with a Chinese Crested and looks ugly as sin, just like Deadpool. Looks <laughs> like a and slash pug. Yeah, that's how it looks. It's such a cool little look. He got the little suit on, his tongue just sticking out on the side. <laughs> He's got no teeth. <laughs> oh, God, it was funny as hell. But, uh, yeah, so everything's back to normal. All the Everything's being put up for next year in 2025. You know, I saw Superman Legacy is getting... A July 11th date of 2025. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it being vaulted for a tax write-off. Not looking Let's forward just to hope it. that's all it is and not any rape things. <laughs> oh, people are getting on uh, Zaslav for vaulting another movie. A done movie. A finished movie. But uh, let's get into it. So the strikes are over. Uh, they got their, they got everyone got their deals. Better pay for everyone. Rules on AI and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's been ratified. I do believe gets ratified either today or tomorrow. I gotta see. But uh, yeah, everything is good now. Just in time. 
The trailer for Rebel Moon just dropped during one of the football games. I am hyped. It looks epic as hell, but uh, okay, let's see. Let's talk the fall of the House of Usher, Mike Flanagan's most recent project with Netflix. I need this on Blu-ray. I need it. I know. From what I've seen, from what you showed me, it was pretty good. Other than that, I was just like wasted on tequila. Yeah, and... we, we were ba- we were basically babysitting Byron too. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Zephyr could hold it. Oh, yeah. And my mom's like, you, "You're not drinking anymore. Stop it." She goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> She's like, "Grandma, please." was like, "Oh, bro, you gotta try this water. It's so good." Yeah. She said, "Hey, here's another shot, and just give him water." I know. That was my next step. Yeah. So, follow the House of Usher. It is amazing. It is a love letter to Edgar Allan Poe. Flanagan did such a great job in basically capturing everything from Edgar Allan Poe, from the poems to the short stories. And each death, each each episode is a is related to the is related to the stories even in death. Um the uh, was it uh the Mask of the Red Death, one of my favorites. Prospero Usher <laughs> getting melted down into just a pile of gore with everyone that just didn't make it out. <laughs> so sort of like that scene from Indiana. Yeah. It's it's not it's like Oh, it was it was worse because they were just like, "Oh my god!" and they're, they're just trying to get out. There's no way out, so they're just getting melted down. They're just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the black cat, another one where the you know that was a great one also. But my favorite, other than Mask of Red Death, was Telltale Heart, because I just knew, I just knew it was gonna be a thing of okay, someone's gonna hear thumping, and then just give up and be like, "It's here," and. <laughs> The way they did like, it was I, so perfect. That was like his most scary stories slash poem. Yeah. Other than, other than the Raven. Yeah, it was. And they did the Raven so well. That was the last episode. And that was the sweetest episode, which is weird. <laughs> uh, because it's about his granddaughter, Lenore, Roderick Usher, played by Bruce Greenwood. He did such a great job. I would love to see. I would love to see what Frank Langella was gonna do, but Bruce Greenwood was like made for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the way they did that was so perfect because he was so scared. Let me see. What is it? We got a comment from. Oh yeah, that's. Oh, this ain't even from. This is from some other bullshit <laughs> from Twitch. Hello. Oh, it says it's like from Twitch. Yeah. Famed Chemise. Hello. Sorry for bothering you. I want to offer promotion of your channel. Viewers, followers, views. Chatbots, the price is lower. Stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> Damn bots. Is there a way to block that? Uh, not from Restream, I don't think. But here, let's get back to it. Fall House of Usher. Honestly, it is a 10 out of 10. I've seen people say, oh, it, it, it imposes on itself. It's, it's a, it, we don't get that many Edgar Allan Poe things anymore. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. We're lucky if we get J.J. Holmes stuff. Yeah. 
Like, the only thing Edgar Allan Poe-wise that we've gotten in recent years, 2010s, we got The Raven, which was a crime drama with, uh, who was it, John Cusack. And then we just got Pale Blue Eye with Christian Bale, and what's his name, Dudley from Harry Potter plays Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) So this was a great love letter. I enjoyed it very well. I give it a 10 out of 10. It is perfect. I wish Netflix would just start doing live, not live, home releases, so that way we can actually have it and be like, I got it, instead of doing some bootleg shit. I don't know. And so, yeah, yeah, 10 out of 10, Fall the House of Usher. Amazing cast, too. I did not expect, uh, what's his name, Elliot to be such a bastard <laughs> from E.T. Yeah. Hmm. I did not expect that. Here, let me pull up his actual name. Let's see. Mark Hamill was great, too, as Arthur Pym. They called him the Pym Reaper. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and you find out why. Let's see, where is... Yeah, Henry Thomas, yeah, who played Elliot. Uh, he plays Frederick Usher, and they always they have a little joke about him because he's so close to Roderick. They call him Froderick. <laughs> But yeah, very good show. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Carla Gugino should definitely get an Emmy for it. She played so many damn roles. Oh my god, I'm going to tell my cat. I can hear her meowing. Oh. Yeah, I can never be upstairs by myself. <laughs> That's how Merrick is sometimes. Like, I'd be hearing her just on the landing meowing at the door like she wants to come up. And I'm like, you can't come up. There's dogs here. Like, Harley almost tried to attack her. I'm like, nope. We ain't doing that. That's when you put Harley in the headlock, be like, no. And that's the thing. Harley don't mind the cat if I'm holding it or if Keisha's holding it. It's when the cat just runs around. She's like, ooh, squirrel, and just chases her ass. Well, let's see. Okay, so Warner Brothers Discovery, they vault, they have been turning down movies. You know, 10 out of 10 on Fall of House of Usher. Uh, Warner Brothers Discoveries, man, they turned down, a few weeks back, they turned down a Mortal Kombat versus DC animated movie. Mm, I can see why. It was weird, though, because it was coming from a different person. And I, I know for a fact they would have had a better a better script for it rather than, than the game. Well, that's the thing. Like, they wanted the game to be more bloody, but, like, that would look bad on the superheroes. And, like, seeing your superheroes all bloodied and ripped apart, it doesn't look good. Yeah, that's funny. But it's funny, though, because it happens in the comic books. <laughs> yeah, the comic books are different because a lot of people back then even nowadays don't read comics yeah like they used yeah i i, I agree with that because you know the one thing about it and you could tell like there's that have you seen that this podcast i don't know what they're called they're just like two nerds and like they're scrawny nerds who are just like james gunn's gonna do great things with dc like they like they're fanboys for james gunn they think all these other directors in marvel and dc movies are trash and all that they think that Martin Scorsese's, you know, a boring-ass director. They're just straight-up nerds. I just look at them like, you never read a comic book, have you? 
Uh, technically, I did on my tablet. <laughs> How horrible would that be? I got Comixology on my on my app phone or whatever. Damn, I saw oh, oh there. But so yeah, WD, WBD Warner Brothers Discovery turned that down. But the one thing, and we're gonna bring it up. We almost had another like Roger Rabbit kind of movie, but with Wiley uh-huh. Co- with Wiley Coyote. It's finished. Mm. It's finished. Everyone in the test screenings have loved it. John Cena was great. They even said because he's supposed to be Wiley Coyote's lawyer. It's called Coyote v Acme, and it's about Wiley Coyote suing Acme <laughs> for faulty gadgets, <laughs> which is ingenious. <laughs> well, technically, they weren't faulty gadgets. It's just it was bad timing and yeah. bad alignment and geometry. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like That was the whole conflict. They, they put it in the vault. They made it a tax write-off, and they're like, oh, it's not up to par like we want it to be. And I just went, what do you want it to be? Oscar winner? You're not going to get that. With Wiley uh-huh. Coyote? Like, that really irks me, and that makes me very suspicious about Batgirl being vaulted, because they said the same thing, and people have said, oh, yeah, it's like a CW movie. And I said, what do you, what, what do you think fucking Blue Beetle was? And I love Blue Beetle, but... <laughs> what do you think Supernatural was? Yeah, yeah. Last few DC movies were not up to par, all right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it really irks me that Warner Brothers is doing this. David Zaslav really needs to just leave it alone. He should never have been been one of the people that was a part of this. And it makes me so ashamed because I was like this, like what season two? I'm like, oh yeah, David Zaslav, he's gonna bring back the Snyderverse, all all that shit. And look at where we're at. Got to wait till 2025 for a Superman movie. It's not even Henry Cavill. First DC property coming out is Creature Commandos. Who gives a shit? And I, I sent you the meme, David Zaslav looking at looking at how empty next year is. Where's our Where's our plan? Where's our Where's our plan? Why are we hemorrhaging money? Fuck you, David Zaslav. I'm just glad I have COD three. Yeah, I'm I'm. Back on Baldur's Gate 3. I just, I just beat it a couple of days back. <laughs> Speaking of COD 3, um, do we have a gaming category that we're going to talk about? Yes. All right, then I'll wait. Then. Yeah. All right, so, oh, yeah, and this is the other thing that happened. And the thing with you, me, and Dietrich. Well, I talked to Dietrich about it, and I talked to you about it. Miramax bought the Halloween franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope they don't sit on it. Like they did Hellraiser. You know what movie they're going to do, right? Huh. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween, if they, Halloween. If they do a season of The Witch 2. They are, they're already making the remakes of the masks that the children wear. Oh, no. If they're doing the it's season. already in motion. If they're doing a season of The Witch 2 instead of just keep going the anthology route like what Carpenter wanted to do. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of Jason going into space, or Leprechaun going into space, or the Conjuring House going into space? Oh, you mean the Amityville House? <laughs> Same damn thing. 
<laughs> oh, you know, that was the one thing. I like Jason Jason X though. <laughs> Could have been better, I but like the map. That whole his whole look in that was great. I already saw someone made a Halloween ghost to space. <laughs> Halloween in space. And it's like cyborg gonna happen sooner or later. Cyborg Loomis and it's like a very old Laurie Strode and then it's Michael Myers as a cyborg also. <laughs> Oh, God. It looked cool, though. <laughs> They'll make that, but they won't make Ash versus Jason versus Freddy. And, you know, that's the thing that killed me. I just saw that again. Bob Shea going, oh, yeah, it's going to be you three. And and uh, Bruce Campbell said, oh, yeah, so I get to kill Jason and Freddy. And he's just like, okay, bye. I'm like, what the fuck do you expect? They all, both of them die in their movies. <laughs> like, you just got to make it just like the comic book. What the fuck? So Miramax I, bought honestly, it. I think they will make it after they stop milking the franchise of Jason and Freddy. Oh, well, I think they really stopped. The only thing that has killed uh, Freddy Krueger and Jason movies is the estates. And, like, you know, I think, what, Friday the 13th just finished up. years A few years back, they finished up the litigation stuff. So they are going to make – they are still making the Friday the 13th stuff. Um, who's doing it? I want to say the uh, showrunner for Hannibal is doing it for A24, and A24 is actually going to put it on, like, CBS or something like that. I hope it's good, but I loved, I loved Hannibal, so Fuller can actually do some cool things with it. I like the first season of Hannibal. Yeah. So close to Silence of the Lambs with that one, but then they had to cancel it. <laughs> I know. Because I saw a new Clarice really shown Hannibal as the real, sin- real sinister character. He was already sinister in that damn show. <laughs> so Miramax has the Halloween. Woman, the woman who played Clarice was the same person who played Elastic Girl in The Incredibles or voiced. Oh, no, wait. No, no, no. The only two people that the only two actresses that play Clarice is Jodie Foster and Julianne Moore. Here we got some more movie stuff. Smiling Friends season two is coming out next year, so we get to see more of Zach Hadel's craziness. (laughs) Get kicked like "Ah!" (laughs) I actually watched the whole commentary for Smiling Friends. And it was the funniest shit because they're like, oh, thank you for listening to this either on YouTube or Pirate Bay. We know you're not watching it through HBO Max. <laughs> they just knew someone was going to upload it. <laughs> oh, it's just, That's how I was with Viva La Bam. Oh, it was you know, funny like, as hell. I in the commentary and the commentary was more funny than the episodes. Oh, it was so hilarious. I was like, oh my God, these guys are not taking this per- serious at all. I love this. <laughs> Let's see. So, so we got that, and of course, we heard the thing. Gargoyles is going live action, and uh, that oh, really. I'm so iffy about that. Yeah, I, I like that di- that uh, James Wan is gonna write and direct it. You know, I loved Malignant. He knows how to do like he knows how to do it comic booky, because you know he did Aquaman, and that was like a fucking nice comic book. But where's the se- like? It's supposed like we're supposed to be getting a, a movie too by Ken Branagh. Like we're going to get a live action series with Gargoyles as well. Like, are they gonna co coexist? Where 
the movie builds up on the show? Or is it going to be like a different universe? I swear to God, if they fuck this up. Because <laughs> Ken Branagh, I love his work. I have the four-hour the four hour movie of Hamlet. <laughs> I've said that before. And that really kept me going. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Honestly, fuck Hamlet. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. This, you know what? I wanted to put it on Twitter. It was another moment. Our next thing after the Gargoyles, the Gargoyles announcement. HBO, this was just announced uh, two weeks back. HBO has been using fake accounts to combat people. I put troll, but, you know, they are trolls. They've been using fake accounts like their employees have been using accounts to basically combat people for critiquing their work. And what do you mean by that? Anytime someone would say, like, let's see, like, Peacemaker was bullshit or something like that, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you like Zack Snyder, so you're a fucking piece of shit like that stuff. Um, yeah. Like, they would just be extra violent about it and say, well, you know what? If you didn't like it, it's okay. That's how vicious they would get. And they're, and that really made me just go, wow, I really am the only sane person here, ain't I? <laughs> What's wrong with Zack Snyder? Yeah, that's the thing that got me. I'm just like that's that was the thing with this. Like these trolls would do that stuff, and that's up there with the Rotten Tomatoes thing. People have been paying for Rotten Tomato scores, so a lot of stuff that a lot of fans have said, like, "Hey, yeah, I don't like these scores. This feels sus- suspect as hell." Now we have we have uh employees on burner accounts on Twitter slash X going after people. Like, I even saw one. Isn't that illegal to do for a company? I don't think so, but I don't know what it is. It's so weird. Like, say I was working at O'Reilly's and I did that in a different alt account. Wouldn't I be legally obligated to, like, be, like, in jail for that kind of stuff? Because that's, like, ruining the company's name in a way. I don't know. Like, that was the thing. Like, even the head of HBO said, oh, yeah, I sent them out to do that. Like, so I guess if it's, or if it's like, ordained by, like, the owner, I guess it's not considered illegal. But it is unethical. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird with the trolling thing. But, yeah, so it <laughs> everything starts to make sense <laughs> when it comes to this. <laughs> So, okay, let's see. What is our last thing before... We have, like, three more topics from movies. Uh, Godzilla versus Megalon. It's a fan film that really is great. We ain't seen Godzilla fight Megalon in so long. <laughs> this was... It has been many moons. Yeah. It was cool that someone decided, hey, I'm gonna make this. <laughs> like, Megalon, they actually made him fucking scary. That was something. It was cool seeing uh, Godzilla kangaroo kick him though <laughs> nice nice little reference from the original <laughs> it's always good when God, you see godzilla doing a kangaroo kick with a tail slide <laughs> it was weird too it just bounces with his tail he's like yeah <laughs> and megalon's all like oh shit it was great i enjoyed it and that really does go back to the whole fan film thing like some of these fan films are such bullshit but then you get some good stuff like that uh, don't go out in the woods at night or whatever it's called the the Friday Thirteenth one. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Gage's Nightmare. Those are great fan films because they're just like, I want to see more of this. I want to see more of that. Like, that's a good place to actually do fan films, you know, from the heart where you just want to see something. So it was cool. I loved it. Um, not really going to re- give it, like, a score, but I recommend it to anyone that is watching or listening. I give it a 7.5. Yeah, it was cool. It was nice and quick, like 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And that's basically how much Godzilla is in every movie, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. <laughs> that's how much he shows up in the film. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, so let's see. Yeah, we're getting a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. We have to be ve- we have to be very, very good with this. <laughs> it's by Game o- Grumps posted something like with the Zelda film, and then they were like putting Tom Holland there. Oh God, I saw that. Zelda, it said spoof. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I can see that. Avi Arad, like, oh, let's get Tom Holland. <laughs> They got the right. Well, he is the youngest actor out of the Hollywood yeah. acting right now. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, they got the right director for it, and it's the director of the new Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. He he was supposed to do uh, Mouse Guard slash Redwall, and uh, that was before <laughs> Disney had taken 20th Century Fox, and they're like, okay, yeah, no, you're not doing this anymore. So here's the thing. Why don't they make a Kingdom Hearts movie? Technically, Disney doesn't own it. Because it has Disney characters in it. Yeah, but it's not Disney owned. True, but there's a lot of moving thing, movie pieces with that one. Gonna have to actually do like a, its own thing. I know, but if they could do it for like uh, Adam Sandler's Pix- Pixar's or whatever. Pixels? That movie was. Pixels. <laughs> I could see him doing yeah. it like Wreck It Ralph. Uh, it's a tough one. But uh, but Legend of Zelda, I'm I, I, I said it when they said Illumination was gonna do it. They have to be very careful. Do not treat it like it's some flippant fantasy. Make him talk. He yeah. only goes, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, we we've seen a nice resurgence of Silent characters, you know, and no one will save you. We've seen that. Keep it that way for that. Actually, treat it like an actual fantasy thing. Treat it like it's Lord of the Rings, like it's pre- like it's precious. <laughs> treat it like that. Do not do some flippant fantasy shit like it's Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Honestly, I love Jack Black, but do not let him voice any of the characters unless it's like a mini like. A side character, yeah. at least. Yeah, like it's the leader of the Gorons or something like that. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him that one, because he, he already has the gun. All you gotta do is get the guns. That's it. <laughs> but okay. Oh, yeah, so Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. It's the new, inst- new installment of the Planet of the Apes series. It is the beginning of a new trilogy. It is the son of, the son of Caesar, Cornelius, who... Works for the apes and whatnot. Uh, it looks good. There's not much to go off on it. I know uh, Freya Allen from uh, The Witcher is in it. They are hunting humans, like in the original. <laughs> so it looks good. Finally seeing the apes actually talk normal like us. <laughs> what a most glorious day! I liked that. That was cool. Now, here's a question. If you put a monkey in the theater and he watches the movie, would he go, hmm? 
Monkey. <laughs> you know, that was one thing they did for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. They actually had a group of chimpanzees in, and they're like, oh, oh they were just going nuts. <laughs> That's dangerous. Like I that... was just thinking one, not like a group of them. Yeah, it was a group of... Uh, adolescent chimpanzees they took to the theater to see it <laughs> and they were just like I know that theater had good insurance oh they were very good the, the apes were nice and all that they were eating popcorn drink mm. drinking well, water they're eating they can't really do anything wrong. yeah yeah they were just they were just like they were actually enjoying the movie <laughs> Grandpa, why, why are you so big <laughs> Starts mimicking Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we can get to our gaming. Did the monkey just talk. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually heard. A, I actually saw a video of a chimpanzee actually saying one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It it basically said "mama." That was it. But it's because they don't have the same vocal cords like us. It came out very gruff. It looked like it hurt to say that. They're like "mama." I'm like Jesus. <sighs> It was, it was, it sounded so gruff. Sounded like a smoker, like yeah. 60 years in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other time, uh, it was Kokomo Jr. Who, it was, a, he, that chimpanzee was a part of a, uh, experiment, like the whole, I think what, I forgot what it's called, but it was, it was a part of an experiment. They basically made him look like a normal ass human. They shaved him up and all that, put him in a little suit. And it looked like it hurt him to do that too. Cause they're like, all right, say mama, say mama. He goes, meh, meh. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it was, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> but all right, so let's get to our gaming stuff because we got music stuff too. Mm-hmm. Gaming news and reviews. I want you to start. Yeah, cry game. Shocking. <laughs> All right, here, you start first, because the Far Cry stuff is actually pretty interesting, but I want to hear your thoughts on COD, COD 3. Call of Duty 3. Yes, it's a remake of an old version of Call of Duty, granted. Yes, they sort of PG'd the death of soap and all that, like, from the OG, but, like, the movement, graphic-wise, sound-wise, really good. I'll give it a... 5.8 out of out of 10 yeah that's about right because I've seen a lot of people reviewing like 5 something 5 something and they were just so pissed about it like there's nothing to really complain about it unless you're like one of those technical geeks yeah and, and that's why I I saw it I'm just like okay they should have just released it as a DLC then <laughs> it was gonna be 3 <laughs> it was gonna be that short everybody was saying yeah. like in the like lobbies like oh this should have just been a DLC for COD 2 yeah. like no yeah I, I feel like they could have did a little more after what I saw I'm like eh you know it, it looks alright though I think the main reason was because Activision got bought by by Xbox like they're just like oh we're just gonna start reviewing all of the stuff as bad and honestly whoever bought Call of Duty like, I know Activision is somewhat out of it now. A new company owns Call of Duty. Oh, they yeah. I don't want to say it yet, but it's happening. Yeah. Like, whatever they're doing, keep it up. Just don't screw it up and make it another Fortnite game. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that's one thing I saw about Call of Duty, and like PlayStation has it, so I was expecting. I'm glad they're actually starting to reevaluate it, and you know, for that whole thing. Because it's the same as, like, Starfield. Because I already saw people going, Starfield's the worst game ever. And I just went, Gollum is out, dumbass. <laughs> you jump wrong, you die. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, okay, so let's get into Far Cry 7. <laughs> so Far Cry 7, I, I, and this is from weeks ago. It could The stuff could be changed about it. Uh, they're going to go the top, the... I want to say the time limit route, the roguelike route. Mm -hmm. Because apparently the story has to do with you're on a ranch and your family is held hostage. And the whole thing is you're trying to get your family out. You're trying to save them. And you have so much time. You have a limited amount of time to get them out. It's like it's that intense. Like they're going that route with it. I don't like that kind of gaming. Like I like free roam like. Yeah, it's free. Redemption and shit. It, it, not like time shit. It is free roam, but you have to really be good at free roaming. That's how it is. I just went, Jesus Christ. Good thing is you can pause the game. <laughs> or else. <laughs> I know that some games that when you pause the game, the timer still goes. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> that really killed me. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, it, it sounds cool. Uh, better concept than a few of these things. Like, I'm definitely going to get Far Cry. I still got to get Far Cry 6. I'm going to get it, but I'm waiting until it goes down a little more. I think I have Far Cry 5. I liked 5. 5 was cool. Well, no. Wait, is it? No, I think it's... Let me see. I think it's 4 I got. I got to get uh, New Dawn. I got Primal. Primal was great. I remember that... Uh, I tried to get into Primal, but I was just like, nah... It, it takes a minute. Oh, yeah, let me see. Five is... Yeah, I got five. Five was good. I liked that. Especially when you're tripping and then you see those illusions. <laughs> Welcome to the bliss. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun one. Even though the endings were so fucked up. <laughs> that didn't make any sense to me. Well, that's the thing. Uh, New Dawn actually is an expansion of Five, and you find out the characters, like, Seed and the character you played as both died, but Seed actually ascended, so he's an actual god. <laughs> it was weird. Oh, as a trip on a video game. Yeah, and it's, and it's set in, like, a post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah. Alright, so let's see. Oh, so... Yeah, Xbox now owns Activision, and there's already talks of Guitar Hero coming back. Yes. I hope it's better than that other bullshit that came out. What other bullshit? That live-action audience one. Oh, yeah. That was that horrendous. Was weird. That was horrendous. <laughs> like, I love playing Guitar Hero because of all the different characters, and it always had a good-ass track list. That last one didn't have a good one. A remake of the Metallica Guitar Hero one because I played the shit out of that game. You know which one I would love for them to remake? Uh, Warriors of Rock. That was great. <laughs> that was amazing. The Beatles, the Beatles one was alright. Or was that Rock Band? I think that was Rock Band because Aerosmith had a Guitar Hero one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that. That's great. Uh, So this was last month. Uh, Disney... 
it was looking into buying EA. I don't know anything else about it. I heard Disney's about to get shut down. <laughs> That's what Iger wants. <laughs> but yeah, they're looking into buying EA because of the whole Star Wars thing. And I'm just like, okay, please sell Bioware to Xbox then, please. <laughs> but now, wait, how's that going to work? Because Madden is EA owned, so are they going to have Disney advertisement on Madden? Well, Disney does own ESPN. <laughs> What the fuck? How did that happen? <laughs> oh, years ago, <laughs> when we were like teenagers. Why is this the first time I heard about it? <laughs> yeah, Disney's a monopoly. <laughs> no, that was when we. Uh, they own uh, e- they've been owned ESPN since no when we were kids. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> that that's that what? was a shocker. Yeah. yeah. And that's what kills me. Like, Disney actually had video game companies. Why not just open them back up? Touchstone Games, Buena Vista, what the hell? (laughs) Well, their games were very difficult to play, though. Yeah, yeah, Lion King still kicked my ass. Don't even get me started on Aladdin, bro. Oh, my lord. Or Pinocchio. I never played Pinocchio. Oh, my god. Dude, it's like... It's like Bloodborne mixed with like Elden Ring mixed oh. with like. Oh, are you talking about? Games, are, you, are you talking about Liza P? No, this is Pinocchio for the Super Nintendo. Oh wow! I thought you were talking about Liza P because they did do a Pinocchio Dark Souls game, <laughs> the one we looked at. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh wait, wait, do they have that now? <laughs> My silly ass. All right, so yeah, there's that. Okay, so Omni Man is now available on MK1. Oh. Holy shit. One of his brutalities, he just flies through people. <laughs> Does that surprise you? No. <laughs> Not at all. But I was like, like oh. Man, I'm so shocked that one one punch man punched that guy through like <laughs> ten houses. <laughs> it was it was just it was a little shock. I was like, oh shit. He can't be beat like that, can he? And I already saw the fatality the Thanksgiving fatality. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Just me- smash his head open. <laughs> Jaws like, ah. He's like, eat this, eat this, eat this. <laughs> oh, that was funnier than shit. But yeah, Omni Man was cool. I liked the uh, little intros. They actually had a whiplash reference in one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cage goes, You need therapy. He goes, Get out of my sight before I demolish you. <laughs> Now, who's better at playing Johnny Cage? The person who plays Johnny Cage or Jean-Claude Van Damme? It's tough, because Jean-Claude was pretty good as him. Honestly, I think he plays it better. Yeah, Van Damme plays it's, it way better. It's tough, but yeah, it's it was that was a cool one. Uh, so yeah, that's MK1. Mass Effect, of course, N7 Day was last week. And I did my... That was the thing. I did my presentation for... Like, it was due today... I did it, and I did it on Mass Effect. It damn near turned into a symposium. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you for coming to my TED talk on Mass Effect." <laughs> and it's now, supposed- if you see here in the right corner. Like I literally like went through each one, and it ended up being three minutes and twenty five seconds. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a B on this. I'm not. It's supposed to be like between two to three, not three and four. <laughs> Honestly. 
actually you're when it comes to like Mass Effect to you, you're like it's like that guy with the billboard with the red string <laughs> with the other pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just around with your hair sticking up and you're like science. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Like so, this is what happens with the Reapers. <laughs> <laughs> so n7 day like november 7th is all is considered n7 day to a lot of mass effect fans and i just throw my memes out there (laughs) during that time like it was like a babylon 5 when i did for mass effect (laughs) and it's just londo showing up at shepherd's party (laughs) sends in cases of alcohol and he goes now it's a party for centauri that's how it was that's all it is Dude, you full on geeked. Oh yeah, so Mass Effect Five, they already dropped the they dropped the teaser. I sent you the poster, and I'm like Shepard's back. I think it's Shepard. It looks cool. Uh, the picture is on my actual Instagram page. I'll put it on Insta- on uh, S Tier's Instagram. But yeah, people have been they they've been picking apart the poster too. They're like, oh my god, that race is there. Is that a geth with a suit on or something like that? That's how they are. Like what, they just the part t- of eighty-seven. <laughs> Damn near like that. And they're like, is that Garrus? Why? Why? Why does he have the same design as no, in Andromeda? Acted when you showed me that. You're like, look at this. I'm it's like, part of eighty-seven. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, we're, we're gonna be an N7 character. <laughs> That's how I was. So. squirrels. <laughs> like I love I Mass Effect. It's how do I put it? It is. How to play? It's my Joker. Bum bum bum. Uh, no, it's it's a great it's your game. To your fidelity. <laughs> it's it's a great series. I I dude, I will recommend it to you till I die. <laughs> it is a great series. Near and I said this in the presentation. It's near perfect writing, because that that the ending to the third one was very controversial, and even now, like with the extended stuff, I'm like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> But uh, I'll wait on the movie though. <laughs> Amazon's about to make it, I think. I <laughs> Amazon has the rights to the movie. Now is it live action or animated? It should be live action, but I don't know if it's gonna be the actual story because there's so much. Like you could just, I told you, you could just watch it on YouTube. Right. Yeah, like Gamer's Little P- Playground, he has it. Like he has both versions, Paragon and Renegade. No commentary? No commentary. Just long play, all the cutscenes. Uh, yeah, it's I, I can't wait for it. It looks like a lot of stuff is going to happen. I'm calling it Mass Effect Epsilon because that's the code name in the stuff. It says Epsilon. And we're going to be going, and game-wise, we're going to be going to Andromeda again. But I think my theory is coming to fruition here. Because in the comic books, there's a telescope that was created by the Geth that can actually send people to different galaxies without waiting a hundred something years. <laughs> so going at like speed ten times fast. Yeah, so it goes ludicrous speed, yeah. <laughs> ludicrous speed, go! And that's basically how it goes. You're just like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What happened to the Normandy? They've gone plaid. <laughs> I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> oh, it's it's it looks great. Um, yeah, I can't wait. They're saying it's gonna be coming out in twenty nine though, and I'm just like, 
I show this then? So something tells me that rumor's so bullshit. It's like 39 or 49? 39. Comes yeah. 39. I, I think it's bullshit, though, because why would they drop the teaser? They haven't even dropped the teaser for Dragon Age Dreadwolf. So I think someone got their thing mixed up when it comes to that. Maybe Dreadwolf is coming out in 29, and Mass Effect's probably going to come out in, tw- in 26 or 25. Who knows? But, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be more so like a spy RPG. Like Alpha Protocol. But I don't know. We we won't know until we see, like, actual gameplay. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got for gaming news. Oh, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. It's, I'll put it this way. I loved the story, and I didn't mind the combat. The combat is that weird tactics turn-based thing. They really... Like the PS1 games. Yeah. Um, but they actually implemented the uh, dice roll from dra- from uh, Dungeons and & Dragons. And I said that like... I find that so funny. Yeah, I, I said that in, uh, I think, what, two episodes or an episode back. I'm like, I think I have a gambling problem now. <laughs> Trying to get net twenty, net no, twenty, net twenty. You don't have no gambling problem unless you play Pokemon. I think it was like Emerald or Sapphire with the slots, like a slot machine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to play hours just on that yeah. thing and not the video game itself. Yeah. Um. It was. It's very, very good. I had to actually create another character though, and I think I told. I told you this, like. It bugged out so bad. Like, I tried to go back to an area. It would not let me go back. It would crash every fucking time. So I had to create a whole other character just to get there. <laughs> just to do that. And I was like, yeah. And I sent that to Larry, and I think they fixed it in that last update. So they're not Larry. Uh, the, the company Larry. And, yeah, they're, they're pretty good at uh, fixing that, though, so... It ain't like, oh, we hear you, and then not do it, <laughs> not do anything. So they're like, oh, shit, okay, we got this. Next update will be set up, and I was able to do it. Uh, I played as the Dark Urge, and I played it like, you know, how do I put it? Like, he's a, he's trying to be a good person, but you find out the Dark Urge, of course, is the son of Baal, one of the dead three. Baal, Merkel, Bane. Yes, of course. Uh... <laughs> The son of Baal. Yeah. Uh, Baal was a... The way they showed him was just fucking scary. I was actually glad I didn't play any horror games because this actually has some horror elements. Uh, <laughs> so the Dark Urge has a butler named Scalaritus who's a... He's like a gaunt-looking goblin. Like, he's got... You see bone in, on him and all that. But he's like, Ah, oh, sir, it's so good to see you. Oh, it... It's weird. He's it's like Alfred, a de- an evil version of Alfred. Mm. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, sir, it's so good to see you. I have your, your pro- your work here right now. You must kill this person to get your next gift. And I'm like, no, this is a superhero thing. Get out of here. <laughs> but when they show funny him, thing, funny thing you said that because if you read the comics of the DC Batman. Alfred was evil in one of those series. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. When you actually face Orin the Red, who's like balls chosen, I got my mm-hmm. I got my ass beat the first time I reloaded it because I wanted this scene where you reject Ball. 
But when they show Ball, he kills Scalaritus. You just see a knife come out of him. Then another knife, and another knife, and another knife, and another knife. And all the blood is just pulling over him because he's levitating and shit. Ball actually takes his form in the reflection. It was pretty fucking scary. I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> That's how scary Ball is. But So he was like T-1000? It was, no, no, no. It was like, he, it's the reflection. The reflection's talking to you. Like, he didn't show up like uh, like the T-1000. Oh. So like, you're looking at him and he's just like, like, uh, like the Green Goblin. Fun, uh, funny enough, okay. he used a goblin. Ain't that something? <laughs> probably green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That is weird. But, uh, there. yeah. But the whole story has to do with the Absolute, which is a giant mother brain. Not mother brain. Uh, what do they call it? Elder brain. And... The three disciples of the dead three, they put this Netherese crown on it, which is like from ancient times. It has so much power in it. It's become a nether brain. And it basically tries to destroy the whole city with mind flayers. And. Why is it always mind flayers? Well, the mind flayers, the illithids, they are a race of creatures that just want to bring their empire back and they eat brains. I know, but like Stranger Things, this, well, there's sci-fi stuff. Well, probably Doctor Strange in one of the episodes. You mean Doctor Who? <laughs> the Ood are Whatever. pretty. The Ood are pretty much yeah. mind flayers if you think about it. <laughs> Wait, you see? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, the union, everything. Well, the mind flayers—they have such a cool design because remember, Dustin's the one that named that hive mind thing the mind flayer. And the Illithids are so fucking cool, though. Um, it was good. I'll say this, though. It crashed a bit. And that's one thing I said. I said, whoever said that this is the next step in RPGs, I wish I can get away with it. I punched you right in the fucking mouth for saying that. That's how pissed I was. Because I scored a nat 20 on a 99 difficulty. And it crashed on me. I was like, you fucker. <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> you just see it now, you son of a bitch. I was pissed. But I played for an hour and this is what you give me? Yeah, I was no. pissed. <laughs> I was livid. I'm like, you son of a <laughs> I was so mad. But uh I killed the I killed the nether brain, saved the city from the mind flayers, and I sent my character to hell with Carlac to fight against her leader, against the person that owns her. Because if you let Carlac stay there... (laughs) How great would that be if that was the thing? (laughs) It was cool, though. I liked it. I I gave it a 10 out of 10. And lo and behold, the Joystick Awards happened, and we're going to jump right into that. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 took away away like seven awards. (laughs) Who could have thought of that? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I knew it, I knew it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk I think took. Everybody knew it. Cyberpunk took two because of Phantom Liberty, best expansion, best trailer. Um, Starfield won best Xbox game, and someone said, "Oh, that's a consolation prize." I'm like, "Oh, you ain't saying that about Spider-Man Two, though, are you?" <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> 
shots fired. <laughs> Not on Spidey. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was good. I it was I enjoyed it. I'm playing it again because I'm like I tried to play Saints Row. And I enjoyed that, but I was just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this anymore. I'm going back to Baldur's Gate 3. Honestly, <laughs> that's how I feel about the RoboCop game. You just, yeah, because it gets tedious, right? It's tedious, and like, where you think you're going to leave off, like, say you're done playing it, it puts you like five steps back. Oh, no! Oh, that's 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 that old school shit. That's where I was just like, nope, I'm done with this game. <laughs> yeah, that's that old school shit. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so Joystick Awards. Oh, Final Fantasy won. I think three. Uh, they had best lead actor, best sound, uh, sound editing, I do believe, and another one. I I, I seriously want. I don't care how long it takes, but is it long? How many remakes of Final Fantasy VII? I want Final Fantasy VII to win seven awards. <laughs> Just for the irony? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I don't know what else won, but I do know, like, I, I actually sent it to my nephew, Seneca. I said, hey, all that player winners. <laughs> it was just Baldur's Gate 3, Starfield, and Cyberpunk. <laughs> Like, when I saw Cyberpunk 1, I'm like, wow, what a redemption. Like, that's something great. First time seeing it, the people are T-posing. <laughs> that was the thing. I never got that until, like, my 10th playthrough. But it was after I shot someone. They, like, they died, but then they were like this. <laughs> it happened once with me. I'm just like, what? <sighs> like, why are you like this? What happened? <laughs> I'm scared. I'm gonna run. <laughs> you just hear the music from Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> we worship you, Grimace. All right. The T-Pose is just following you. <laughs> Get back here. You're wanted. Alright, let's see. Alright, music news, our last thing, and then we'll be doing the Boogie 2988 thing, I do believe. Hopefully. And that will be available right after this recording, I do believe, on uh, Spotify for podcasters. Podcasters, yes. Better podcasters. time. Podcasters. That's it. That's the name <laughs> of our fan base. Podcasters. Nah. Yeah, no, that's already been taken by Chip Chipperson. <laughs> <laughs> the Chip Chipperson podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Norton took that shit. <laughs> All right, so music news. Uh, over this last week, we found out that Slipknot has parted ways with Jay Weinberg. And he had just said something. He, I think I have it. Where is it at? Maybe like, he'll work with Conan. How great would that be? Let's see, where is it? Do I have it? Yes, I do. It's a long, long thing. But here, this. Yeah, I'll just go to the right, the one, the paragraph they did. He said, I was heartbroken and blindsided to receive the phone call that I did on the morning of November 5th, the news of which most of you learned shortly after. However, I've been overwhelmed by and truly grateful for the outpouring of love and support I've received from this incredible community I consider to be my creative and artistic home. Yeah, Jay was great. He was a great drummer for Slipknot. That was a dream come. 
yeah, that was a dream come true for him. Like we all saw the picture. He was he cosplayed as Corey Taylor <laughs> at one of their concerts. <laughs> like honestly, if you think about it, his father worked with Conan, and he has his own jazz band, so he knows all the like, you know. Yeah. So like him in metal and Slipknot was just like a perfect thing for him. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was. It's sad that he left. Uh, I already saw some memes. <laughs> of course. Uh, they they had where it was like a, just a normal picture of Corey and Sean, where they're just like looking all like trying to look all badass and all that. Like, yeah, let's do this. And it says POV. You're about to be fired from Slipknot. <laughs> Cat Williams was right. America is just a fuck it country. Yeah. Like, if I would solve us, fuck it. We'll solve you back with even worse things. And then someone had did a Photoshop version of the cover for All Hope is Gone, and it just says, gone. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let, let him have it. Because I know Corey wasn't even there. He's busy touring right now. <laughs> It was definitely Sean all the way. Whose decision was that? Probably was, was it Jay's decision to leave, or was it somebody no. else? It was Sean. Sean did it. Like he, like Jay was ready to do it because they're like, "We're going to evolve," and he was like, "I'm here to evolve with you." And they're like, "You're fired." That's <laughs> basically what it was. First of all, Sean really has no right into it because the people who created Slipknot were Paul, Corey, and Joey. Actually, no. Sean Crahan is one of the original members. Corey was oh, the yeah. Cor- Corey. Fuck. Corey replaced Anders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And after seeing Anders's get up, I was like, "Yeah, you had to leave." <laughs> like his his. Like, why would he do that to such good talent? I don't know. Like that was like the one perfect guy for it, though, too. Cause that's like trading Kobe Bryant for like. I don't know who's a shitty NBA player. Oh, uh, Rajon Rondo. I'll go with that one. Even though he's actually pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. That tells you how old I am. I ain't play. I ain't watching NBA in a while. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> just throw the right other name out there. But yeah, it's it's so weird because I'm like. What the fuck? He was ready. He had a new mask. He got a new mask. <laughs> and plus, he was in his prime. Yeah. We could have got one more album at least. Come on now. No, not three more yeah. albums. He could have got three more albums instantly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about it. So, yeah, Slipknot, I hope the next drummer's good. I swear to God, if they go for some random dude that's just like, like that, no bass whatsoever, just using everything else, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> Well, we knew this was going to happen sooner. I just wish you could have seen Slipknot in their prime. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah, I, I at least got to see, uh, what is it, their live video um, that they did. Uh, what was it, Devil's Antennas or something like that? No, Day of Gusano. Day of the Gusano. I at least got mm. to see that. That was like before Paul died. I got to see the videos from that. And that was a that was a crazy time, man. So let's see. Oh yeah, uh, before we get into our reviews of Hive Mind and Bianca Devins and Meet and Greet and whatnot, uh, we had said this in private. Starset has been real quiet lately. 
We're like we both we both we, we both know what was happening. We just didn't want to say it. Yeah, we we were like I'm like where the fuck is Star Set right now? It's been a minute. And I checked Dustin's thing. He's still working on Star Set. Everyone's still working on Star Set. They're just enjoying their time. And today exactly. today Sunday Sunday the 12th of November, they announced another book. <laughs> a brief history of the future. And this is their second book. Uh, the Prox Transmissions was the first one. I still got to get that, so I'm going to have to grab both. But, uh, yeah, so they're doing another book, which is going to end up doing, like, three more albums. So, thankfully, they're still around. They did survive 2020. <laughs> so, yeah, Star Set's still around. So, let's get into the reviews, you know, since Slipknot <laughs> decided beforehand to do this. Uh, Hive Mind came out. <laughs> And I forgot how good that song is from the new album. Uh-huh. Like, we were like, oh, yeah, they only had good three good songs on there. <laughs> that was it. But no, Hive Mind is a great one. It's uh, heavy, very heavy. Weird ass, mm-hmm. vi- weird video, but that's that's Sean for you. He always makes weird ass videos. But I like the weird videos sometimes, especially when it comes to Slipknot. Yeah, I, I do like them. It was so weird, though, when they did uh, 19. Like, Sean was just like, okay, uh, two topless chicks wearing uh, goat masks. Let's do it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck was going on there? Like, who was doing the coke? I don't know. <laughs> but this was a good one. I-, I liked it a lot. Hive Mind was amazing. Uh, not much to say about it. It's it's another good song from uh, the last album. It's pretty much... Just, like, it, I noticed, like, they're somewhat going back to their old ways of, like, Iowa and all that and their self-claimed album. Yeah. It's just, like, there's just, like, after the passing of Paul and Joey and, like, the separating of Sid. Yeah. And Chris, yeah. It's just, like, there's just, like, something missing, like, yeah, they're still there. It's but it's like it's missing the energy that it used to have. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think what Sid's still in the band. It's Craig that left. Oh right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, but it was yeah. It's, it's it's very strange. Like we're in a we're in strange territories. At least with like Mushroom Head, and I've said that before. Mushroom Head, like they try to keep their their sound the same, and they do evolve just a little bit, but. You know, that was the one thing I said to Mike when we saw Mushroom Head. Like, he, he went, I miss the old group. I'm like, so do I, I said. <laughs> but uh, Slipknot, it's so weird. Like, I get, like, yeah, they're going to change out people. But the vid- the video for this was, it was pretty good. It was, give it a what, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10? I'm sort of in between, as you could tell. I'll give it a nine point five. Yeah, nine point five <laughs> makes in it. Between. Yeah, nine point five is about right. Uh, let's see. So, Skinned also dropped a new one, and we knew this was coming. I've heard this song not live, live. Someone recorded it when it when she played it live. Uh, Bianca uh-huh. Devins, yes. This was this was weird though, because she actually used I think what the anime AI filter for most of it. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, they, they gave it a nice weird thing. Uh, but it's about the death of 
one of the e-girls, Bianca Devins, from 2019. Uh, she was killed by one of her followers who thought he was had a, had a shot with her. And he damn near cut her head off. Like He sliced her throat deep. And took a picture of her, of her put it on Discord. The picture's available online. I wouldn't recommend seeing it. That shit was traumatizing. And I've seen beheadings. You see it, you're sick fucking you know. Yeah. I've seen beheadings in high school, but this that shit was fucking brutal. Um Dude, I've seen a homeless man get beat up with a hammer by two teenagers in high school. Yeah. Fuck you talking about. Yeah, it's it was Yeah, I just I, shit, I just recently saw one my uh Keisha showed me uh this video dude caught his uh girlfriend cheating on on him he cut he stabbed her to death stabbed the the guy she was cheating on him with to death it was fucking uh, shit's brutal but the bianca devon song it's she skinned used the actual text from the guy's post when he put that picture on there here comes hell it's redemption that stuff and the thing about it is when it comes to that guy, he tried to kill himself too at the crime scene, but like a Hitler thing with with the same fucking knife. <laughs> it was gonna be a murder suicide, but he had called the police. He stuck himself in the neck. He was too much of a too much of a wimp to follow through. And when the cops got all him, all he did was stab and twist and pull out. Yeah, no, he didn't do that. He stuck it and went, my neck hurts. My neck hurts. That's the course. My neck hurts. Like, he, yeah, he, he wanted to, he did this shit to this girl, but couldn't do it to himself. That's and what you call yourself a man. Yeah. That, that was the thing that got me about it. And I caught that. That's <laughs> that <was> horrible. <laughs> was fucking horrible but yeah so he's he's in for i think 25 to life or he got like 25 years for second degree murder i'm like how's his second when he actually killed her what the fuck (laughs) she's dead she's not coming back yeah it was it's a sad sad song and you know i we put i put that on uh the instagram page for sure Uh, it's a sad song um wow it's a sad song that still goes on today. Yeah, the Bianca Devon song. It's sad. I get. I gave it a ten out of ten. It's. It hits you. It. It. It hit. Were. It hit harder than, uh, the Chris Watts song. Well, yeah, because this was like, I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe because she was younger. Yeah, that and also like, well, the Chris Watts thing. Like he had just got arrested, so. Yeah. That was that was a sad thing. He killed his whole fucking family, killed his mistress, I do believe. But Bianca Devins, that one hurt because I guess I don't know, like that's the internet culture, I guess. Like that's what a lot of people see of the internet and it's not supposed to be that. And like I said, like it's the young era, like even the era that we grew up on, you know, like oh, it yeah. could happen to anybody, anytime, no matter who you are. Like I've seen cases, well, I've read cases of like online dating of these young boys going to see these girls and they get locked in a cage and killed or sold across the seas. Yeah, it's, it's very messed up. And we're going to go to another messed up video. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so get your stomachs ready, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going on a bumpy ride. So meet and greet by Ice Nine Kills. I did not. Ex- I I was hoping like the next one would be like farewell to flesh, and they drop meet and greet like how they dropped uh the scream song. I thought they would do that, but no. Meet and greet's the final song in this whole story, and it is based on Silence of the Lambs. Shit hit hard. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense, sense for the storyline. Yeah. And uh, it was, it's a great song. I love it. It's, um, I, I love I, the part when they go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one part that got me, it was, I, I don't want to say this because I love that movie, Silence of the Lambs. But they actually did better than the movie, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like they made, I get what you're saying. They they made Buffalo Bill scarier. <laughs> well, yeah, you can only do so much in three minutes and like fifteen seconds. Yeah, the way they did it was basically Buffalo Bill is being raided, and it's Clarice with a whole squad of cops. He kills all the cops, but then gets killed by Clarice. Right then and there, I was like, damn, they just made the ending to the movie better. <laughs> So yeah, it was still the same ending. Yeah, just made him, made it where he's like, okay, I I got advantage here. Let me do this. <laughs> but uh, so that was the video, uh, the ink finale, which was behind a paywall, and I was just like, oh, I'm not, no, just I'll wait, and I and we waited, and the actual video, we find out who the silence was, and it was everyone. <laughs> <laughs> They sort of did uh, Halloween, the cult of like Michael Myers, or yeah. like Scream Six or Five. Yeah, they did one of those, but the the ringleader, or at least side ringleader, was Scout Taylor Compton's character, the district attorney, and they did the twist. She kills Spencer, and then kills Bill Mosley's character. <laughs> oh, it was fucking brutal. And I hate that it was censored, but I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Let's talk some of it over the censor. Like, some of the gore was, yeah. like, splurging out of the censor bar. Yeah. But they left it as a hook where maybe Spencer didn't die. He's the one driving the car. <laughs> you don't know, though. <laughs> Could be anyone behind that mask. But it was good. Well, I, I liked it. Like, a read to, like... A Mission Impossible song, like they take the mask out and somebody's it's somebody else. Or you know what they probably did? Um, what's and I had the idea of the movie. I thought of the movie too. Um, copycat? Not copycat. Um, basically, it would still be Spencer, but like his head is stitched closed and shit. Like maybe it's uh, maybe they did like see no evil the next one. <laughs> Like it's just or stitched. Maybe he's making a song of the Batman that smiles. Oh, that, that would be funny. <laughs> but <gasps> there's so many. There's so many. Or they bring him back a Return of Living Dead song. We get a Return of Living Dead song. <laughs> oh my God, so yeah, we don't Mom know what's happened. Rains. Yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, so the the ending was perfect, and they ended it with the Elvis song that Ice Nine Kills did, and. Mm. It was so cool seeing the whole credits. The credits, wow. But it was cool seeing like certain people that were in it. But it was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm like, oh, finally, after a year. 
it's over to the next one. <laughs> it's one long ass movie. Yeah. Can't wait for it to drop. That's going to be wild. So let's see. What's our last? Oh, we got two more videos that dropped. Really, Silent Planet dropped a whole album, which includes Antimatter and this song, Offworlder. And I said to, to you, because I listened to Ventana. Ventana was is uh, Stitch, you know, Rick Stitch Thomas from Mushroom. That's his pr- baby. That's his side project. This is how they should sound, honestly. <laughs> this is how Ventana should sound. Like, it's, how do I put it? It's like Combi Christ Light. And I liked. Uh, oh, you never seen, you ever heard Combi Christ? I got to sing you some songs now. I'm just trying to picture those two bands together. <laughs> but yeah, this is how they sound. Offworlder, it's it's a heavy song. And uh, the video's friggin' action-packed. Definitely another 10 out of 10 from that new album. But I still love Antimatter more. That's weird. <laughs> well, you can't beat the classics. Well, yeah, well, you know, they're on this boat. They're both on the same album. And that's the cool thing about it. I don't know. They dropped like a few. No. They dropped a few songs. Anunnaki was, I think, an 8 out of 10 we gave it, I think. But yeah, they. Yeah, but here's the thing. How do you know half of those songs weren't made? 15 years ago. Yeah, I know they were written probably like five years ago. They just never got to them. But that's weird. Silent Planet, they're a pretty basically new plan, um, band. Wow, we're tired. <laughs> you were going to say Planet. Just... Yeah, wow. <laughs> we're tired. Basically a new planet. I'm bam. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm delirious. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's getting pretty late. Yeah. But yeah, solid nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to listen to the rest of Silent Planet's new album. Uh, so oh yeah, Bring Me the Horizon dropped a new new song last month. <laughs> Still waiting on uh, the next album. They I think it's coming out next year. They was it was supposed to come out in October, but they're like, ah, oh, we have a few more songs to do. <laughs> That's how they were. But this song is Dark Side. Good, good, good song. But it's, I don't know, it seems a little, how do you think, redundant or reductive? Cause, it just seems off. Yeah, it's, like, you have Drown already. Like, that's basically, this is this is Drowned 2.0. Or maybe it's a continuance to Drown. Yeah. Can you talk me off the ledge again? Don't make, don't let me drown. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're, both, they're both about the same. Yeah. Eh, 8 out of 10 for that one. It was basically just all, like, it was a lyrics video. It was, it was, there was nothing, there was no story to it. It was just all on a computer. Oh, yeah. I think I get why, though. Getting depressed off of the internets and all that. Like, uh... Tearing us apart, Lisa. You're tearing me apart! I did not hit her. I did not. Weird. Oh, hi, Mark. We are delirious now. <laughs> we went through a lot. Um, all right. So, yeah, the next thing is the Boogie 2988 thing. Uh, that will be an audio-only thing on Spotify for Podcasters. This episode will be available right away, Monday, tomorrow. So, you know, for anyone listening, it's out on Monday. Anyone watching, 
Mon shit. Yeah, well, I'm tired. The stream will be available after this. I think I did everything right. I'm tired. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about the Boogie 2988 thing um, on audio. So that'll be available tomorrow as well with the stream audio. This has been the S-Tier cast. We're back. Hopefully we can get another episode or two in for November. We'll talk about Days of the Dead next, next week. And we'll see you all soon. Bye! Bye. Well, that was quite an S-tier episode. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the S-tier cast on the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, watch the podcast live on YouTube.com slash S-tierPod2020. For entertainment news that does not get featured on the show, follow the S-tier cast on Instagram at S underscore tier cast, at underscore tier podcast one on Twitter, and follow the S-tier cast on Facebook. Stay S-tier, everyone. Thank you.